0: Welcome to Family Financial Feuds from the University of Illinois Extension. Welcome everyone, my name is Kamaya
1: walls bichard and I'm a Consumer Economics Educator with the University of Illinois Extension and I'm joined today by my two awesome colleagues. Hi, this
0: is Kathy Sweedler. and I'm Sasha Grabenstetter
1: and today... We have a very fun topic for you. I mean, all our topics are fun, but we also have, like, another fun one for you today. We're going to be talking about setting financial goals. That's
2: a fun topic?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I really do. All right, all right. Well, let's see where this goes. Okay, so what are goals, Kathy
1: and Kamaya? You know, this is such a great question because as I, as, I was, <laughs> as we were like preparing for this and I'm trying to figure out, okay, what, what is my goal? What are my goals? And how do I go about creating those? And what are my objectives and my mission in life? And what are some of the things that I want to achieve? So they're just for me, they're like overarching things that I want to accomplish, things that I want to work towards. It doesn't mean that I work towards them in a timely manner as I would like to, but these are things that I want to get done and I want to figure out ways to get these things done. Okay. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That's a good way.
2: Kathy? You know, I think some the goals help me kind of put into like either conversation or write it down. like. What are my values and what do I want to do with my life? Like how, what, are, how are those things all intertwine, and um, kind of helps me get a focus. Okay. Because sometimes life is just sort of like so many different directions and it's hard for me to keep like my eye on the bigger pieces.
0: So a financial goal then would be a goal that you're setting for the future possibly with a component of money.
2: Yes. Right? <clears throat> Yes, and mm-hmm. so many of, I think, of our personal goals end up involving money. Mm-hmm. Even oh, if yeah. the goal isn't really about money, it takes money. Yes.
0: So what do you think are some goals that don't involve money?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is a hard one because we really, like, I mean, I really struggle. To me, it's like so many of my goals, like, okay, I want to travel. Okay, mm-hmm. well, that takes money. Mm-hmm. I want to retire. Oh, that mm-hmm. takes money. Um, I did come up with eating less. Eating less doesn't take money. <laughs> yep.
1: Um, I couldn't come up with any because I was thinking about the whole healthy piece as well too. I thought about like the whole healthy piece with wanting to eat a little bit better, and then I'm like, well, what does that mean though? That involves money to some degree. So, what about you, Sasia?
0: <clears throat> um, I mean, we are talking about this earlier, but you know, Kathy kind of mentioned like getting pregnant <laughs> is a <the> goal. <laughs> That that's not my co- current goal. No, it's not my current goal. Oh goodness gracious. No. But you know, it doesn't cost any money to get pregnant. So I mean, obviously there's fees and things incurred afterwards. But uh I think, you know, that's that's one of the ways that some goals that are not money. Yeah. Environments. So, the
2: listeners out there, mm-hmm. I think you know we'll throw this challenge out to you. You're probably better at us than us at thinking brainstorm. Of, like realistic, what kind of goals do you have that don't require money? It's just mm-hmm. worth thinking about. Yeah,
0: I'd love bit. to hear hear from our listeners. And you
1: know, I was thinking now that we've talked about it a little bit, I'm thinking about it more because my uh, my six year old got. Uh, this newsletter and they were talking about reading more with like your kids mm. um so things like that that are personal goals that you want might want to do and it was showing the breaking down like the amount of time that you spend reading and how this exposes them to more words so if that's like a goal where you know you're not thinking necessarily about money because you could borrow books from the library um oh, my okay. kids school they send them home with books that they bring home to read and then they take back so that's that great. was like one that i'm like oh yeah no money. I'm not thinking about money with that one.
0: But. I was thinking about less screen time. That's another yes. one I was thinking about. Like, you know, just uh, being more present mm-hmm. than being on, like, a phone or device or whatever it may be. So those are some of the things. Those are good examples. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you had to set, um, let's talk about goals. Um, you know, why do we set financial goals? Like, what, what, what is the piece of it that, you know, like, helps us as educators help other people set financial
2: goals? Good. Yeah, I mean, one of the tools that I think all of us use whenever we're we're working with people is to talk about SMART goals. Okay. And that is really just a way to remember, you know, kind of the components that can go into a goal. Um, And we usually encourage people to write it down. I always say, if you have this idea out there, it's like a dream. Mm -hmm. And if you really wanted to make it happen, you've got to get it into a SMART goal. Mm -hmm. And I really encourage people to write it down. So, can you tell
0: me what smart means, Kathy? Yes,
2: getting there. <laughs> so, smart means um, S is for specific, M is for measurable, A is for agreed upon, like with whoever else you're sharing money with, R is really realistic, and T is for like timed. What's the date? Would you like an example?
0: Here, let me give you my big dream, right? Okay. Oh. Um, let's say I, I want to move to Key West in the next. 10
2: years. We're not helping you
0: with that goal. <laughs> <laughs> we want you stand in little. No, <laughs> no, no. All right, I'm just, uh, okay, so um, maybe I, realistically, goals.
1: Hmm. You know, one that I always come to mind easy for me, as Sasha's thinking, sorry to put no, in fine, right there. Sasha's thinking, I always think about, for back to school, that's my favorite example to use, because I remember oh, yeah. using this example once um, in a class that I was teaching, and it was getting close to back to school time, and I was talking with these parents, and I'm like, okay, so how much do you actually need to buy like back to school supplies? Because teacher, the teachers give you a list of what you need. So say, for example, depending on the amount of children, oh, I need to get like $200 by two months. Uh, so you have, like, your time to where your time is, so you have a specific amount that you need, you know the amount of weeks that you have to get that amount, and you decide how much you're going to save each week or every two weeks because you have, like, your deadline when you need to get it a few days before school starts, so they have their supplies to bring back to school. So that's one example that I usually jump to really quickly. I
0: think that's I'm actually better than mine. <laughs> like, that, that's a really good one. Um, back to school is, uh, I think, a... Uh, Significant mm-hmm. expense for a lot of people, it is,
2: and I like that one too because I can do the math in my head. So, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's say that if you had decided it was going to cost $200 and mm-hmm. you had 10 weeks, yeah, then you know you need to find $20 okay. a week, yes, which um, then you could start setting it aside, you know, in a safe place in mm-hmm. your house or in a you mm-hmm. know, in your Local. savings account or something, and you can check on yourself after a month, you should have about $40. I mean, no, what. Um. Yeah, forty dollars set aside, mm-hmm. and if that isn't there, you've got like a wake up call. Like, yeah. wow, yeah. now mm-hmm. I've got less time. To now, do this. yeah, now
0: I have less time to get mm-hmm. more. Money. Now I have to increase that dollar amount.
2: Mm-hmm. In, order to, in order
0: to be there at that right. time, otherwise, it's probably going to go on a credit card, mm-hmm. or I might have to borrow the money, or. Yeah. My kid just doesn't get new school supplies.
2: (laughs) Well, and that's a good point. Let's say you figure it out, and you're like, I don't have that money, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like a realistic goal. I can't get $200 in 10 weeks. Right. And maybe that's a good time to check with your school district. Are there some other avenues to get those school school supplies? Absolutely. And that works even more like Mm -hmm. if you're talking bigger goals, like I'm going to save for a down payment on a house. Well, maybe when you figure it out, you're like, well, that doesn't seem like I can really quite do that. You're either going to have to. Change the size of your down payment or Mm -hmm. maybe change the size of the house you're buying or stretch out the time period. Yeah,
1: I was going to say that, too, with the time period, because if, for example, um, you know, back to school is a surety. So maybe I'm going to plan for like that 10 weeks, but I'm going to give myself a little bit of wiggle room. So have that 10 weeks end in July instead of pushing it into August. So just giving yourself a little bit. yeah, Yeah, giving yourself a little bit of wiggle room.
2: Or if you know it's going to be really tight, really watch for those specials. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's true.
0: Um, When Uh do kind of goals become a feud within your family or even within yourself? Like when, we kind of of already talked about that Mm -hmm. a little (laughs) bit with like the time, right? Because with, if you don't have enough time, then you feel more stressed because now you have to come Mm -hmm. up with more money in a shorter period. Mm -hmm. But what are some other examples?
2: Well, I think most of us have multiple goals at a time. Yes. You know, there's, I mean, we want a lot of things, and we want a lot of things out of our lives. So for me right now, where I am in my life, um, you know, I want to retire, and I want to have money to do that. You can
0: never <laughs> retire. <laughs> never. No. If I can't go to Key West, you can never retire. <laughs> I'm
2: just and, kidding. <laughs> um, but I also really love to travel, and we, like, go um, to pretty, you know, nice places. Yeah. And we like to travel nice. So we did all the like backpacking, traveling cheap. Now we're like into that other mode. And um, so those, sometimes those are in conflict for me. Like I have to think clearly, I mean, this year has been a big like assessing of that. Like how much do we want to put towards travel now if that postpones retirement Mm -hmm. or makes work difficult? Like there's just a lot of variables. And so internally I've had to work through that. It's not like I necessarily had a, conflict with my husband
0: on it just me right me, thinking about I had it, to think about it. Yeah. I think um one most recently I had a, a conflict with my spouse about um the amount of down payment for our new house we really struggled with um how much house to buy right and then we didn't want to pay the the PMI, PMI. The, in, the insurance the primary mortgage insurance we really wanted to keep away from that so when we're looking at a more expensive house i'm like this is a lot of money that we are gonna have to put down for this house um so we really struggled with that piece of it to kind of go, go forward with how big of a house versus like kind of downsizing a little bit than what we wanted
2: but what a great example because you both had the same goal you yes. wanted to buy a new house for your family and you were interested in ex- getting a little bit bigger house than mm-hmm. what you had but defining bigger and how much that's where it kind of got down to that. Yeah, right. it did. Like. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, some of the houses that we were looking at in Texas were a lot bigger and more significantly, um, a little bit more expensive. And the houses here that we were looking at were, um, almost about the same price range, but because of where we were the cost of living, things like that, it might've been, it was a little more acceptable. And so having to kind of really look at like, maybe we really can't afford that, that dollar amount house. Maybe we need to be looking like this much less. And so we had to really sit down and talk about it.
1: Yeah. I had a similar example, too, with when we were trying to figure out when to start, like, five twenty, 520, not 529 um, college saving plans for our daughter. And we had, like, other things that we were working on. So we were trying to figure out, like, which was the best one we wanted to do. Um, We were in a different state, we were trying to figure out if we wanted to do one that go with that state or the state that we want to move to and just working, trying to figure it out, working around all of it, plus trying to pay things off. So we were, you know, contemplating, do we pay off our student loans first, get all of that done first before we can really commit to this. So that was like a thing that we butt heads on for a little while. But in the end, I think we eventually figured it out and um, we got to like a good place where we were comfortable and ready to make um, the step together.
0: I will say, I think a lot of parents, and Kathy and I have talked about this before, like previously, um, about how there's this clash between wanting to save for your child and wanting to save for your own retirement. Like that's like a big um, Mm -hmm. feud, I think even within ourselves and then within our spouses and then between each other, right? Um, This idea of like, well, I really want to provide for my child, but I have my own experiences of how I was provided for, or not provided for, and I really would like my own retirement, right? I think that that conflicts with a lot of people and maybe a lot of our listeners as well.
1: Yeah, and that goes back to the values too that we attach to things, like how our experience and how we were taught about money and grew up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, how that affects like how we think about like, our financial goals and you know, that might be different than our, our partners think about it. So that could always cause issues there sometimes.
2: <laughs> and some of these things kind of jump up and surprise you. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, you're living or you're living with somebody or you're married with somebody and you're working together on these goals and, and overall you may have talked and it's like, yeah, we're all on the same yeah, page, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we want to <laughs> have <Yeah. laughs> children, we value education, you know, what else do you have to say? And then, but when it gets down again to that, like, well, okay, we value children and we value education, but how much in dollars, right? <laughs> yeah. And how does that play out in the other parts of our lives? Are we, you know, what's, mm-hmm. and I think it often for us, we've come, had to come to places where we were like satisfied, but not thrilled necessarily, if that yeah. makes any mm-hmm. sense. Like, okay, this is what we can do right now. We're both comfortable here. Maybe it can expand in the future, but right now this is where we are, and real realistically, this is how much we can put away for kids' education. Yeah, because we're not going to set aside for myself. I wasn't going to set aside my retirement goal completely. Yeah. while saving for college, but I figured well, we'll some of it we'll have to figure out when we get there.
0: Yeah, it's kind of been a struggle for me actually, like that, that that piece of like saving for my for my son and then saving for myself, right? Um, and that's why I. Even wrote that blog post about like when his birthday or Christmas comes around. Like I really, mm-hmm. we provide. I I personally feel like we provide enough for him. And you know, if you would like to donate to yeah. his education fund, then please do. But, um, you know that's a different topic for a different day. But you know, I I'm happy that people are willing to do that. You know, to right. help us help us grow his fund and help us provide for that mm-hmm. future for him as well. So it's kind of a nice a nice piece of it. Yeah. So if we had to, um like, really break down SMART goals, like, let's say, like, I just want, I come to your class, and I'm like, Kathy, Kamaya, I just want to save. Like, how how do we kind of build that, that goal up for that person who just is, like, looking to save, like, $10 a week, $5 a week, or even, like, $20 a week? Because I think for a lot of listeners, like, they're looking for that, like, that beginning, how do I make that I just want to save to a, a specific SMART goal?
1: The first thing that comes to my mind is what matters to you? What's important to you? Okay. What are some things that you really want to work towards? Because it's great, like, to have the big overarching, like, saving, wanting to save. Um, but just like, oh, Kathy was saying that she likes to travel. Well, that's a great incentive for me to want to save because mm-hmm. I want to save so that I can afford to travel. So I think one of the first things would be just to get to know the person a little bit and ask them. What's, what, what's important
2: to you? That's a good way to start it. And how can you, think, how can you keep that like, at the top of your brain? Because there's so many things. Maybe I have less brain space than other people. <laughs> there's so many things competing in my mind. So many things mm-hmm. that we need to do, that people want. You know, mm-hmm. we have multiple family members and things. That sometimes I need like, some way to remind myself. Of what it is I'm trying to do, so I know, you know, sometimes like it'll be a picture on a refrigerator or a mirror, or you know, I really love, for example, anticipating trips. So like mm-hmm. and I plan way out, <laughs> and I mean, you know it drives some of my other family members crazy, but you know, because <laughs> then I can have that, like that's my goal, like that's yep. where I'm working towards, mm-hmm. and I know that's where I'm going. So again, that's why I think it's helpful to really be kind of be able to think about what is it I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. and why.
1: And I like that example that you give of having like kind of a visual aid to help remind you of that as well too.
0: Maybe you're not a visual person more. Maybe it's more about words, and you mm-hmm. really like to see the words. Like I'm that saving for my trip to Costa Rica or to New York or L. A. or Disneyland or whatever it is. Like I, that's that could be that for that person.
2: And then I think the other thing that helps us is when we can make something a habit. Because mm-hmm. if we have to think about, do we want to save this money for this, or are we going to spend it for this every time we have that money available, then I feel like um, it's h- easier to get off track. So, again, just, you know, if it's possible to do automatic deposit, de- I mean, automatic um, transfers. transfers, thank mm-hmm. you, from, like, your paycheck into a savings account, mm-hmm. you know, so it just happens, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, or if that doesn't work out for you right now, you know, you're, you're income's not that consistent or your expenses aren't that consistent, then, you know, maybe you find a different way to save for it. Like whenever you have overtime, you put that money in. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know people that get reimbursed for their travel and yes. that, that check goes into savings for a new car. Their, or their like third check of the month or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, or the third check that yes. comes up. The extra so you paycheck. Kind of look for those things that help you get that money set aside. So it may not be as regular, but it's still a habit. Mm-hmm. Like when this money shows up, it goes here. And it's not like, Oh, I got an extra check this month. What should I do with it? Okay. <laughs> I like
1: it. But go even going back to your questions. I'm thinking about this. Sorry. Going back to your question. <laughs> yeah. No, I have to say going back to the question. You know, what if it's just I just wanna save? Yeah. I'm not I just thinking about any goals. I'm not thinking about anything that I'm gonna work towards because things are tight, but I know I need to put money away. I just, I just wanna yeah, save I just need yeah. yeah. to save. Yeah. Then a big thing for me is just, okay, how much do you want to save each month? How much do you think you can save each month?
0: And just look through that that spending plan and see where Mm -hmm. is there, first of all, is there money available? Mm -hmm. Because for some people there might not be. Um, Maybe reevaluating, like, the process. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, well, you're spending a lot of money in food. Maybe you're going out to eat too much. Maybe we just need to rein that Mm -hmm. in and and then maybe take $20 of that and put it towards
2: savings. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, I think... I think that's a good way to put it yeah. for people to help them.
2: And you know, interesting, I've worked with people before where every month they spent all their money, but they didn't go over. Like they, you mm-hmm. know, it was like they just had an internal check block mm-hmm. in their head that would keep track of that. So when they decided to save, they just sort of did like what Kyle said was, well, like how much? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going to be, I don't know, $100 a month. Great. They just put $100 a month in mm-hmm. and. They couldn't have told me where they backed it off, but they still stayed on. So yeah. even though they weren't a person that kept track of their budget or mm-hmm. did that, they were able to just, once they made that commitment to themselves, and they would have that money put in there either automatically or they'd write that check or whatever mm-hmm. to transfer it, mm-hmm. it just works for them because yeah. they've decided that's what they want to do, mm-hmm. and so then they're just a little more careful or whatever it is, yeah. and it works. Um, you have to know who you are. That's true. I would say going down like a rabbit hole,
0: Because that's where I'm going. Um, There is some research that was done a while back ago about uh, savings plans. Um, I think Kathy and I have talked about this, and Kamaya, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you where it's from right now. I'll have to look it up and maybe write a blog post about it. But um, the people were able to sit down with – they could either sit down with a financial planner or they could just enroll into the savings plan at their office, at their job, and they could either – their next paycheck, that money that they would have – like. Let's say they made $100, okay, and um, their next paycheck was going to be $120, but that $20 would go straight into a savings account. Um, so these people actually, like, they opted in to have that money just taken out of their check without mm-hmm. them even knowing and putting it someplace safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them actually stayed in the plan and actually maxed out their retirement savings um, because they're able to just kind of opt in and put mm-hmm. that money away.
2: I think I'm thinking maybe the same research or something slightly different. Yeah. But where people decided that they were going to put X percentage away from their paycheck into the retirement plan, but then they opted into something where if they got a raise, so let's say they got a three percent raise, mm-hmm. which would be nice, then if you know, <laughs> then it would automatically up the amount they put by like fifty percent of whatever the raise was. Let's say, so then instead of having put away one percent, they would then put away two and a half percent, but they'd be bringing it home. You know, still yeah. some extra money from the leftover piece of that.
0: And I'm pretty that, sure it's the same.
2: I, yeah, I,
0: it's the same concept of like taking that automatic. So I guess um, just to build off of we're oh we are talking about goals and goal setting, but I think you know if we're talking about like I just want to save, right? Like that's a great way to be like you know what, automatically every month,
2: mm-hmm. this
0: this dollar amount's going to go straight there, and then you know if I get a raise or get like a little bonus, that's money straight going to go straight there too. So like just putting it away automatically in a different account. I think really does help to make that savings Mm -hmm. goal reality.
2: I mean, when I first started working, I was just working part-time. It was, you know, year by year. I never had a contract that lasted more than a year for like the first 13, 15 years of my Mm -hmm. work life. Mm -hmm. And so we just sort of decided that my money would never be money we lived on Mm -hmm. because we weren't really sure, you know, we'd have have it Mm -hmm. again. And so always that money was, you know, was would go into some kind of savings or maybe we do like a home improvement or something on it where again, we weren't, it wasn't in our monthly budget though. So we Mm -hmm. didn't have to depend on it. Like we could have skipped that home improvement if we had had to, if we didn't, if I didn't get hired back on. And that has really helped us a lot because it just worked out for Jonathan and I, because he had this job that we had an annual salary and mine was more, you know, on and off over time and different amounts. And so, um, Yeah, that was the way I think we got so far. We got ahead is we never really kind of grew our spending to quite match what we were Okay, right.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's that's really good. Does that make
2: sense?
1: Yeah. And it goes back to the concept of paying yourself first. Like, the pleasure you get from that, the pleasure you get from seeing, um, like, your savings or other things that you have building up over time. I agree. And it was
2: such a great reward when I went back to work because the first thing I bought what after we got some money, was dining room chairs. Dining
0: room table, <laughs> no chairs.
2: Oh no! Because <laughs> we had inherited a dining room table, and I really wanted dining room chairs, but we never really had the money to do it. So yeah. that was like, mm-hmm. I was putting some away in savings, but I could also like do some things that have been mm-hmm. on our on our list of wants for a while. Yeah. That's good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to just like bring in some other research that we found about goal setting. Um, this comes from Dr. Gail Matthews from the Jamaican University of California, um, she recently did a study, um I believe with her students. There's about two hundred and fifty-eight participants, and the students were made to there were groups of them and they were made to write down their goals. Um and it actually turned out that the students who wrote down who wrote down the goals and then shared it with someone else actually achieved them more efficiently, effectively, mm-hmm. than the other students did. So I just wanted to bring that piece in it as well.
1: So the importance of Kind of writing down your goals mm-hmm. and, if necessary, sharing them. Yes, with others sharing them with others. I
2: think that comes to that idea back what we were saying about when you have a dream in your head, mm-hmm. it's not you're not really tied to it, but once you've written it down and you've shared it verbally, you're kind of accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even if you're only accountable to yourself, you're still accountable. Yeah. Or your partner, you know, mm-hmm. um,
0: or even like a a child, you know, like I if I told my son, hey, we're going we're gonna go on a Disney World, like if I didn't sit down and do the, the specific pieces of it, he would be like, well, we're never going to go to Disney World because you <laughs> never got there. So yeah. just some things to think about. Um, So I think another thing that we're talking about goals is, like, you definitely need to evaluate them. And if they are really too large, like we're talking about dream goals, mm-hmm. is to put those pieces together, those steps, those stair steps. That's a lot better. <laughs> stair steps down, you know, like to put those, you know, Take it, take mm-hmm. it from I want to save to I want to save this much money on a specific basis. Yes,
2: yeah, and even to you know build on that. Like, say you want um, you want to save for retirement. You haven't you haven't been able to start doing that. What are the action steps that go into that? There's quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you probably need to like visit with HR, human resources, to find out does your place of business have
1: Uh, retirement retirement plan. plan. (laughs) You
2: know, there may be forms to fill Mm -hmm. out. We have to figure out how much you can do. So, you know, I really, I'm a list maker, so I really like to take those big things and then break them up into little pieces. Even going to Disney World, like, how far away is that? Yeah. Can we drive? Yeah, you know, where would you? What motel would you choose? Um, would we stay on
0: the on the resort? Yeah, so I mean, sorry, you know, just give me options. Yeah, so you know, but that's the thing. You consider all those options. Like mm. I have
2: to decide where I'm going to stop. Stay. That's a baby step.
1: That's very true, and I think too, even like the evaluation piece is not even just the bringing it from big to small, but. Have, a, have your goals changed a little bit? What life event has happened that has caused you to rethink certain things or rearrange, like, what your goals are right now and what you want your goals to be in the future, too? So that's part of the evaluation piece and not being too hard on yourself if you have to make adjustments.
0: Well, I was just told I can never go to Key West, so.
2: <laughs> well, you could have a vacation
0: moment on <laughs> <laughs> Only teasing, only teasing. Uh, no, I agree with you, Kamaya, that if a... If a goal isn't working, you have to reevaluate and and so it, you almost have to check yourself. Yeah. Like I said earlier, it's like a ch- uh you know when we were talking earlier, just a check engine light. Like, hey, <laughs> is this what's,
2: is this still what you want to do? Maybe yeah. not. Trying to oh, reevaluate. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because life just has a way of changing, and things look differently, and even our values change. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we really. Just because you've written it down doesn't mean it's, you know, in cement, It can't be modified. You might mm-hmm. need to really do some major modifications. Or you might say, this is still a goal of our family, but really not right now. We just can't work on this goal right now. It's going to have to pause and we're going to have to focus on some other things. On the while. back burner for right. a little bit. And
1: as a side note, too, for like our techie people, we don't necessarily mean that you need to get like pen and paper out and have like this long list on on paper there's other ways that you can write down your goals there's mm-hmm. other things that you can do on your phone um on your computers like you have different ways that you can um have those goals like down somewhere and be
2: visible
0: yes could be the background on your computer it i don't
2: know <laughs> well and you know One activity that I sometimes do with people, too, is ask them to create, like, a visual picture of their goals. Mm -hmm. So if they're not, you know, some people like to be really specific and write down words. Mm -hmm. But for other people, a a visual that they've either drawn or a collage they've made or something they've done on an art program, that helps them really, you know, do the same things we talked about. Think about where are you now? Where do you want to be? How are you going to get there? And then make a picture of it. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, I love that. I kind of want to go home and do that. <laughs> like, go home and, like, make a picture. I know. Of, like...
1: It exciting Because
0: I think, you know, because uh, re- another rabbit hole, like, a retirement for most people looks different mm-hmm. than what we think it is, right? And I, I know that I've had this conversation with Kathy a lot about, you know, we're, we always think, like, we're going to the beach or we're going on mm-hmm. these big vacations. But really, in reality, it's spending time with people we love and yeah. being with them. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a very different view. Yeah. Okay, back up the rabbit hole. We'll come out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I like rabbit holes. All right. Yep. Love this conversation. Um, and then of course you know being flexible, kind of like what we're talking about, reevaluating, but also being flexible with with life and mm-hmm. our goals and things like that. Um, but it also can help you reevaluate your priorities. Mm-hmm. So we um, when we talk about like you know which goal is more important overall, I think we have to decide. I mean, there are lots of mini goals, but Mm -hmm. there might be an overall arching one that has to be in in focus. Priorities.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So when I think about goals, I think about, you know, kind of where I am right now and where I want to be and how am I going to get there. So thinking about the ways and different strategies that um, I could use to get to that place of where I want to be. Um, you hear me, I haven't said anything about retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: think I'm ever going to retire.
1: <laughs> don't say that. No, you can't say that. Um, but, um, you know, that that's a big one for me as well, too, because, you know, I think about just me and my husband walking off into the sunset. That's our retirement, like holding <laughs> hands, walking off into the sunset. So that's one thing that we've talked about with, you know, like what our plans are for the future and what we want to see you know, getting our kids a little push, and then we go and do our own thing. So the the picture piece mm. that Kathy was talking about, that's it for me, just, like, seeing us holding that and walking off into the sunset, and that kind of just frames a lot of things for me when we talk about, like, you know, what age we want to retire and how we're going to be saving and investing to get there.
2: I think just another piece to add in there is I think, you know, it's been so great to be able to have these kind of conversations yes. with Sasha and Maya and... Um, you probably you might talk about it with your friends or other family members as well. But sometimes having a community that's focused on some of these things can really help mm-hmm. you. So one of the organizations where I really find like a community that's focused on that is called America Saves. And they're really their main one of their main focuses is to encourage people to save money for whatever goal they want to. Mm-hmm. And so you can go to their website, which is Americasaves.org and set a savings goal. Again, you don't have to have a pen and paper. You can <laughs> write it on the computer or on your phone. And, again, it, they don't track it. They don't, like, ask you to put in dollar you know, dollar amounts every week or anything. Um, but you'll get, like, you can have access to their website, which has great resources, and I love their blog. And you can also get phone text messages for little nudges. So they only come out, like, three times a month or something. Oh, yeah. But they're really creative and to mm-hmm. me they just again that's that little nudge like it'll say um are you where are you with your goals this month have you made your savings deposit or whatever and they're more creative than what i just came up with um <laughs> <laughs> and um it just helps me again i feel like there's a community supporting me towards my goals mm-hmm. um their newsletter has like stories of savers so we just I throw that out there as a great resource. I think mm-hmm. um, for they people are. who are <laughs> kind of working towards these goals.
1: Yes, it's, absolutely. I've taken the pledge.
0: I've it's taken they, the pledge many yes, times. Many taken times. The pledge
1: To say yes, I want to be saving um, towards unexpected events each month. So I put away a certain amount each month. So that's just a pledge. It's, it's not. They're not. You're not committing yourself to something that you can't get out of. It's more of a commitment to yourself. And they are sort of like that engine that's helping you to get to where you need to be.
0: Well, we just want to thank you all for listening today. Yes. If you have any questions about goals or about the Consumer Economic Educator Team, you know, you can find us online. But we hope you enjoyed this podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Family Financial Feuds. If you'd like to learn more about the educators, Extension in Illinois, or just personal finance in general, you can check us out on the web www.retirewell.illinois.edu